Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lab men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM. Oh yeah, Robbie's not here this week. Hey everybody, it's me, JM, your co-host, or this week, your host. Robbie is having a week where he's into the footy, or football. Uh, apparently there's some kind of big football thing happening over in Europe, and uh, it's a big to-do. So he's all up on that. So it's me, your old friend JM, here to solo a forecast. I haven't done this in a long time, uh, so I hope you're all doing well out there. Happy birthday to Jaded from the Devolver Digital Discord. Uh, happy birthday, friend. Thanks so much for being a member of our Devolver Digital Discord dis, 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 Discord community. Uh, thanks for being a part of that. Uh, we do appreciate uh, the participation of human beings in our digital Discord. Uh, if you like to chat to people uh, in the Devolver Digital Discord, uh, you should sign up for that. Because, you know, when people ask me, what do people talk about in the Discord for a video game publisher? I say, I don't know. But they do. And, and we're there, and we do talk, and there's even a channel to talk about the forecast. All right, that's enough of plugging. So what I've decided to do this week is, uh, it's funny because I, I had some ideas about things that I wanted to do if I ever got a chance to, to do another solo forecast because Robbie's done like five of them and uh, I thought of them and then I forgot them and I can't remember them anymore. So what I've done is I've panicked and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the list of Devolver Digital Games. Uh, and just talk about them in chronological order. According to the Devolver Digital website, we have 94 games, which seems like more than I remember us having, um, but there it is. Uh, so without further ado, uh, let us go through the list of every Devolver Digital video game, starting now. Serious Sam is the beginning of the Devolver Digital story as Devolver Digital. Uh, Crow Team, Devolver Digital work together on Serious Sam, and, uh, you know, so you've got all the various Serious Sams that have been made, Serious Sam HD, Serious Sam 3, BFE, Serious Sam 2, and then a big thing happens where Devolver decides that they want to, uh, to, to, to get more indies involved, and so they, they licensed out uh, Serious Sam to some smaller indies. So you get uh, a couple of the smaller Serious Sam games, which I don't see listed on here, which is weird because uh, I know that they exist. But you get like uh, Serious Sam The Random Encounter, Serious Sam, uh, a couple like that. I think our, our website is not correctly chronological because it doesn't include those, but then goes straight into Hotline Miami. And that's what's cool because Serious Sam Random Encounter is how we got to know Vlambeer. Uh, who then made Luftrausers, which was super fun and cool. Um, and then through them, we met Dennis and Yonatan, who were working on a game called Cocaine Cowboy, which everybody remembers as one of the classics. Uh, so yeah, there's, uh, you know, Cocaine Cowboy, which becomes Hotline Miami, which is how everybody knows about Devolver. Hotline Miami is... Very popular, very cool, bumping beats, excellent gameplay, trippy as fuck, terrified me the first time I played it. Thought it was way too freaky. Foul Play by 
Mediatonic is a really cute brawler where you play as a couple of dudes going across a stage punching people. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty cute. It's, it's fun. Uh, and then there's Ollie Ollie by Roll7, which is a wonderful game where you skateboard and you only use one button and it's a blast and you skateboard around. And then there's Ollie Ollie 2 later on. I'm skipping ahead, I guess, by saying Ollie Ollie 2, but you know how it goes. Uh, according to the Devolver website, what comes next is Gods Will Be Watching by Deconstruct Team. This th started as a Ludum Dare, I think, and we really do need to have Deconstruct Team on the forecast. Sorry that we have not had y'all on here yet. Uh, I am just waiting for uh, Jordy to promise me a tarot reading. Uh, Gods Will Be Watching is an incredible game. Uh, so brutal, so hardcore, and just really, really amazing. Um, like, if you never played it, I, I'd recommend picking it up. It also comes with a free expansion. Um, so well written, so interesting playing with the mechanics of what it's like to play a game. And it's, it's, it's so clearly, like, from Gods Will Be Watching, then you keep playing more Deconstruct Team games and you can follow the journey of their experience, like... This is a, like gods will be watching is mm, mm, it's so good and it was so difficult. I mean, literally, like there's the second level uh, someone plays Russian roulette with you against your will uh, and it's random. Like so basically you, you're in a situation where you're like, hey, I will give this up or you will play Russian roulette with me. And it's random. And if you get your get your brains blown out, you got to start the level over. And it's, it's like two-thirds of the way through this brutal fucking level. And I cannot stress how cool it is. Uh, and then the ending is terrific. And then, the, uh, and then the expansion, which came out later, was also really terrific. And, and brought up a lot of really cool concepts. Uh, a word that... I don't know if they made up the word. I can't remember. But Dunharai, which... Basically, he's talking about there's infinite realities, and it's like, how do you know which one to take care of? Like, does it matter? Uh, and then Dunharai was a word that they use that means all of them, every reality, which essentially also means that this one counts. Even if there are infinite other realities, so does this one also counts. Coming right off the tail of Gods Will Be Watching is Hadiful Boyfriend, the pigeon dating sim. I feel like if you haven't played a lot of these old Devolver games, get them. Get them. Have them at your disposal. Hadiful Boyfriend is so fucking weird. It's great. You date pigeons. It's 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 pretty clear that you're not a pigeon. Um, but it's amazing. Uh, next on the list is Heavy Bullets by Terry Vellman and Dose One. Heavy Bullets, I remember the first time I saw Heavy Bullets, I was at a party in L.A., the, some event that we went to, I remember it was in, like, it was, like, supposed to be, like, a speakeasy thing, like, you go in, and you're in, like, a clothing store, and then you, like, give the wink and a nod, and they open a back door, and you go into a back room area, and there's, like, an outdoor patio, and there's a bar and all that stuff, and I remember that party didn't serve alcohol. And uh, everyone at Devolver, I think generally people were like, oh no, because <laughs> I don't know, 
people like alcohol as a social lubricant and uh, developers are a nerdy people that could use it as a social lubricant. Let's face it, we're all nerds, right? And uh, it was, it was uh, I can't remember who ended up, some devolver ended up sneaking a bunch of booze in because uh, they were like, nah, we got, we can't. We can't be sober for this. But I remember being at that party, and it was a pretty cool party, but someone was projecting heavy bullets up on the wall, and I hadn't played the game yet, and I hadn't seen it. And I thought, huh, all right, some kind of shooter. That looks all right. But, um... Like, it didn't look that interesting, but I had... I, I, I was like, this is Devolver. I was... I think it was, like, my, my second year with them. Well, it must have been, like, earlier than that. It might have been my first time in L.A. I don't remember... But uh, I was like, there's going to be more to this than I think there is, just looking at it. And sure enough, super cool game. Heavy Bullets, you can get it on Steam right now. So cool, so weird. You're basically going through a random, like, it's a, it's a roguelike. Uh, you're trying to get to the bottom of this uh, wild hunt reserve or something like that uh, to disable the main security computer. And it is beautiful and i think one of the best things about it is uh is the sound design that dose one did um and i think i talked about it when they were on the show because i just loved it so much it was like like your the the music and the sounds that you hear in that game almost like work like a sense of smell like you can kind of sense when danger is coming uh and it was really cool and like the the sounds that the monsters made were all like really digital but like upsetting like when they would scream at you like they're gonna come attack the warning before the worms would bite you was awful but great um super intense game so cool a lot of fun really challenging the bosses are absolutely ridiculous it's the opposite of sludge life just straight up the opposite of sludge life <sighs> next on our list also the opposite of sludge life the talos principle I assume you've played the Talos Principle. If you haven't played the Talos Principle, I think it's available on everything. It's on Steam. It's on PlayStation. I assume it's on Xbox. I, I don't think I've played it on Xbox, but I'm pretty sure it's on Xbox. Now it's on, on Switch as well. So smart. So fun. Excellent puzzle game. And the Road to Gehenna, the free expansion, is, if anything, even better. Uh, the puzzles are challenging exciting interesting uh it's it's like simultaneously really frustrating and really peaceful uh yeah if you haven't played the talos principle it's a philosophical first person philosophical puzzle game i think was the the way we described it back in the the olden days uh and it was great it was a really good game next up is a game by a little company i think this is out of order but uh I'll just go with the website. It's a little game by a little company called Dodge Roll. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Fork Parker's Holiday Profit Hike. Fork Parker's Holiday Profit Hike is a free game that you can get on Steam. And you can get this free Steam game and you can play it. You don't even have to fucking wait for Christmas. You can play it now. It's really, really hard. It's kind of like an ice climbers thing, except you're solo and you have like a grappling hook for some reason. Uh, like you can create, like you create like a zip line and you can slide across the zip lines and stuff like that. It's really challenging, a lot of fun, but it does get like just crazy difficult. Hotline Miami 2, wrong number. 
Hotline Miami 2 Wrong Number is the second and final Hotline Miami game. It comes with a level editor. So if you say to yourself, hmm, I wish there was more Hotline Miami, good for you, there fucking is. Uh, go play player-created levels of Hotline Miami 2 on Steam. Get it in the Steam Workshop. There are so many Hotline Miami fanatics that there is absolutely no way that none of them are making really cool levels. There have got to be some amazing player-made Hotline Miami 2 levels out there. It's up to you to find them if it's that important to you. No, there will not be a Hotline Miami 3. There will never be a Hotline Miami 3, at least until Disney buys the fucking rights and makes a new shitty Hotline Miami every year. And you'll be like, whoa, this one's about Beard's journey. This is amazing. You won't say that. Titan Souls is so good. If you haven't played Titan Souls, play Titan Souls. You know what makes me mad is that Titan Souls isn't on Switch. I'm going to be real with you right now. Why isn't Titan Souls on Switch? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. It should be on Switch. It's a wonderful game. It's, uh... It's on PC, though. Get it. What else is it on? What does it say? Oh, yeah. It's on PC and PlayStation. And uh, it's it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Talos Principles on Xbox. It's right there. Uh, Titan Souls is so good. Uh, it was based on a Ludum Dare uh, where the, the, the challenge was, I think, just one. Like the word one. So you're one little guy and you got one arrow that you can shoot out and call back. And it's all boss fights, because I guess it's a Souls. But, like, Souls games have, like, regular enemies. Anyway, it's all boss fights. And the thing is that the bosses only take one hit to kill if you do it right. Like, if you can hit them. And that's what really makes it amazing. Now, some of the bosses you've got to, like, get through to get to their vulnerable point or whatever. But, like, the vulnerable point is a one-hit kill. It's so good. And it's so challenging, and you can put it on hard mode, and if you play it on hard mode and you do this, that, and the other, there's a secret, secret boss that's even more fucking insane. Some of the best boss fights I've played in anything. Really satisfying. So, I mean, if if you are dying for Death's Door and you cannot wait, play Titan Souls if you haven't already, or play it even if you have already, because it's still really good. And I love the music. David Fenn, so good. Not a Hero by Roll7 is next on our list, which is a super cute, super fun game. Absolute delight. So weird. Uh, but you're not a hero. You're not a hero is the uh, is the thing about that. You play as all these different characters and you're working for a guy named Bunny Lord who's trying to become mayor or something like that. He's from the future. He's a he's a he's an anthropomorphic rabbit from the future. Aren't we all? And, uh, and he wants to, uh, he wants to save the world. And the only way to do that is to murder a lot of criminals is, is his plan. And it's very cute. Very tug-in-cheek. Next is Ronin, which I also, it's on Linux? All right. Which I also, which was, wish was on Switch. If I had all the money, I put so many of these games on Switch. Uh, Ronin is really great. It's made by, I can't remember the, the guy's name, but he works at Flying, or worked, he was with Flying Wild Hog back in the day, and he made this game, and it's, uh, it's, it's a side-scroller, and you move around, you're this ninja, 
uh, lady and you've got a motorcycle helmet on and you jump around, you do all these cool moves. And then when it goes into combat, it goes into turn based. Uh, and so you decide, like, you know what the enemies are going to do. You decide what you're going to do. And then everyone takes their actions at the same time. And it's really cool. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, one of my favorite games. And actually, uh, PAX East was where I f first met the developer. And it was my first time, like, I played the game. I loved it. Like, I really, really loved it. It's super challenging. It's a lot of fun. I like the style. I like the like the whole vibe of it. And I was so excited to meet him, and I met him, and I gushed, like, about how much I loved his game, and I, it totally put him off. He totally was like, hmm, uh, like, I think he thought I was, like, like Hollywood phonying him, like, oh, hey, I'm with Devolver, and I played your game, and I think it's super great. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I was embarrassed, but, uh, super cool game. And I I think it's great. It's one of those hidden gems of Devolver. Love it. Ollie Ollie 2, Welcome to Hollywood. Sequel to Ollie Ollie. Obviously. Ollieously is what I should have said. Dropsy is great. Dropsy is so good. Dropsy is a point-and-click hug venture. And for me personally, the first time I saw Dropsy, I got pretty emotional. There's something about, for me at least, there's there's something about games that focus on helping people. Like in most games, you help people by murdering other people. And that doesn't really feel super helpful. So for Dropsy to be a point-and-click hug venture where you're this ugly clown that's absolutely terrifying and all you want to do is help people and make the world a better place uh, is so great i love that it exists i mean it's it's kind of like for me like undertale like i would get emotional anytime i thought about undertale and undertale is great because you have the option to do harm uh you have the option to not do harm you know that so that gives it i think even more power but the character design it dropsy the animation the art the music the the story is so good i personally felt disappointed by the ending um, but it's, uh, it's still a wonderful game. It's still worth playing and worth getting into. And I, I, I know other people that really like the ending. So, so, you know, there's that. Uh, but yeah, man, Dropsy. So good. Such a joyful thing to share with the world. A Fistful of Gun is a game that you probably haven't played. A Fistful of Gun is a weird ambitious uh game where it's like in the old west it was made by one guy out in new zealand it's in the old west and uh the idea behind it was that you could get up to nine players at a time on as little as like two controllers or something like that basically each character had a different way of shooting and it might have been something like where it was two people per controller. So with four controllers, you could get eight people, I think might have been the deal. But um, each character used different buttons and no other buttons. So you could you could hypothetically get a big crowd together and uh, all play in this like weird arcade shooter thing uh, as a game. And it was really interesting and ambitious. And I don't think it did very well, which is a bummer because it was ambitious. 
and and really 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 neat. Um, sorry, that was my phone. Next up is a little game called Broforce, which you've heard of. Broforce is great. Broforce is a big moment for me as a Devolver employee. Uh, Broforce is one of the most fun games to show at conventions. Um, Long, long, long ago at South by Southwest, it was me, uh, Jared, who's been on the show before, Jared's brother, and the the son of one of the CEOs. And we all got dressed up in our broiest outfits. And the Broforce booth, South by Southwest, long time ago, was like, just, just, it was like separate from the Devolver booth. It was in this like little indie area all by itself. And there's all these other indie games around it. And we went over there and it was the most amazing way to play Broforce is to be at a convention and just shout for other people to come over and play Broforce. And they come over and they start playing Broforce with a bunch of strangers. And it's so much fun. They're blowing up the map. They've got to learn how to not blow up the map. They're they're screaming at each other. Everybody's high-fiving. Everybody's killing the devil. And everybody's using the word bro interchangeably with any other syllable that they have available to them. We said so many bro words. It was it was it was amazing. Like, I cannot remember the smallest fraction of them like i mean stuff like brodacious is obvious right but we got wild with it and other people get wild with it and other booths would come over to see what in the world was going on and it's not like it's not like we had the speakers turned up and we're just blasting everybody out with speakers and we weren't like on a microphone boy i do i do not like that at conventions where somebody's on a microphone and they're just shouting like everybody Oh, it's bad. It's bad. They shout directly into the microphone. They cut the microphone with their hands, so it sounds like shit. It's bad news. Uh, we weren't even on microphones. We were just shouting for, bro, come on, bro, bro, kill the devil, bro. So good. So good. Such a fun, wonderful game. So great. And I got to be in the music video, which was also great. Uh, love that game. So great. Still funny. Gotta love it. Broforce. You've played it. You love it. You know you love Broforce. Everybody loves Broforce. You know what else everybody loves? Downwell. Downwell's available on your phone. Downwell's available on Switch, PlayStation, Windows. Downwell. It's so good. It's so clean. Like, Downwell and Broforce are like real Saturday morning games like being a kid getting up on saturday morning and going and playing the games they're very they feel old except they're better because that's that's the thing right you don't actually want old games old games are hard as shit and not in a fun way in like a broken clunky way but like games like broforce and downwell are so smooth and so clean and so good and it boggles my mind that anybody actually plays downwell like on a phone because it's such a hard game i mean i believe people can do it i'm just not that good at playing on my phone. I prefer where I can play with a controller. So good. It's so good. Down well. Is this a terrible idea for an episode of a podcast? I thought it would be cool. I think it might be all right. We'll see. We are barely along. So Hadiful Boyfriend Holiday Star is the holiday version of Hadiful Boyfriend. Um, 
I should say, you know, we when we did streaming uh, more regularly on our own channel, uh, the very first was uh, was heavy bullets, and then came down well after that. Uh, and uh, yeah, we had the baby Jessica memorial episode of Downwell. For those of you who don't know, in the 80s, baby Jessica was uh, like a three-year-old who fell down a well. And that was national news for a while. Had of a boyfriend holiday star. It's dating pigeons uh, during the holidays. You go through several different holidays like Christmas, New Year's, I think even Valentine's Day. Uh, and it is nightmare fuel. It's, it's a delightful nightmare fuel. Nick, excuse me. Next, another game by the kids at Dodge Roll, uh, Enter the Gungeon, which has gone on to be just one of the coolest, best games of all time. Super great, roguelite, gorgeous animation, fun, world-building story, everything, great bosses, great guns. You cannot, you cannot talk enough about how good Enter the Gungeon is. It's so good. It's so great. The soundtrack by Dose One is incredible. It's just a beautiful game made by lovely people, and it's wonderful to have it in the world. I don't think I need to sell you on, 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 uh, on End of the Gungeon. So I just realized Dungeon Hearts is not on our website. Do we not sell Dungeon Hearts anymore? I was going to talk about Dungeon Hearts. That's one of the ones I was excited to talk about. Dungeon Hearts is some weird game that we published forever and ever ago. It's like a, a puzzly matching game. Like you've got these four heroes on the left side of the screen and then like colored enemies come from the right side of the screen, like green and blue and red. And you got to like do different things to, to get rid of them and stuff like that. And it is fun. It is surprisingly, it's funner than I thought it was going to be. I did it for a stream once, and it was more fun than I thought it was going to be. Also, I didn't see, what is it, Mark Echo's Getting Up or Getting Up with Mark Echo, which was uh, the first graffiti game Devolver published, <laughs> where you play as Mark Echo, a notorious skateboarder, I guess. I don't know who the fuck Mark Echo is. Uh, and you go around and you spray paint stuff. And uh, yeah, so long before we had Sludge Life, we had... We had Getting Up, Mark Echo's Getting Up. Um, next is a game near and dear to everyone's heart, Omnibus. Omnibus. That's all I got to say about Omnibus. It's a great game where you're a bus. It's a great game where you're a bus. Oclos, Omega, Oclos, 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 Omega. You play a Greek philosopher who's sick and tired of the gods fucking with your shit. And so you rally the people to kill the gods. Man, I loved selling that at conventions and shows. Just telling people to kill the gods. Like, come on, kill the gods. It feels really good. I mean, I don't know. I think that's the, the reason that video games and stories exist at all is so that we can fantasize about killing gods. It's the best. It's just it's just such a joy to to kill gods. And Oklos is such a weird unique game because it's like you've got this you've got a leader unit like your left stick controls your guy and then your right stick controls the mob and then like they destroy buildings and it's a really cool unique design. 
there, there, there are no other games like it that I'm aware of. It's, it's, it's like Pikmin kind of, but not really. Uh, holy moly, Mother Russia Bleeds is next on our list. What a brutal fucking game. Mother Russia Bleeds. There's a button you can do where your characters will like, you know, do their like taunt move. One guy shits in his hand and throws it at the enemies. What a fucking weird ass brutal game. Holy moly. Mother Russia Bleeds. Good soundtrack too. Yeah, that was a fun game. It's a brawler. It's it's like a, like a Streets of Rage kind of thing, except like rated R. Like rated R. Uh, no, next up is Shadow Warrior 2. Shadow Warrior 2. It's like Shadow Warrior, except the second one, which like brought in a lot of multiplayer elements and like randomly generated levels and stuff like that. Yeah, Shadow Warrior 2. I'm in that. I play both of the vendors, Larry the Demon and Hideo the Little Ninja Kid. Yeah. Un I almost called it the wrong thing. Stories Untold by No Code is, <clears throat> is really cool. It's a really weird old game like old style like you're just like you're stationary and you're like the, the the very first level uh the house abandoned is uh is a text adventure oh man is it scary uh and it keeps being unsettling and it's surprisingly uh, i i was surprised at the way everything is tied together at the end i was genuinely like oh oh really Oh, so Stories Untold is really great. You should give that a try. You know, I see Golf for Work Groups here, and I forgot that we had Golf for Work Groups. <laughs> and I should check out Golf for Work Groups again. I never I never learned how to actually play Golf for Work Groups. I was always bad at it. Which does remind me that Sub Rosa is a game that exists. Sub Rosa, if you haven't played it, is like... It's like, uh, like you've got, it's like, it's like GTA with factions. I'm not going to say GTA. That's too big. Um, but like you're, you're these businessmen and you like have an objective, which is like to get the yellow disc from red team. And so you call red team and you're like, Hey, give us the yellow disc. And like, they're like, we'll sell it to you and stuff like that. And, uh, and just, it's, uh, it's really cool. Like really open. Uh, and there's really cool game modes, like the Eliminator game mode is really cool. Uh, Sub Rosa, it's been out in earliest access for like 10 years now or something. Like not, not 10, but like maybe six or seven. It's been, it's been around for a while and it's great. It's, uh, it's doing well, um, for a game that we don't talk about. Speaking of games we don't talk about, Space Plan. I'm kidding. We talk about Space Plan. It's a, it's a clicker from Jake Collins, and it is available on your telephone, and it's a, it's a really cool game. It's got a plot. It has an ending. It's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's a good game, and I, uh, I clicked it, and now when I hit back, I don't get to go back to my list, so I got to start all over, so here we go. From the top. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to go from the top. Sort by oldest. <laughs> Let's see now. Do, do, do. 
have a boyfriend, space plan, strafe. You know, strafe, I was thinking that maybe when we have a guest on, we should talk about... <laughs> I shouldn't start this in this order because it's going to sound like I'm saying something else. So strafe, uh, we did a lot of wild promotion stuff. And one of those uh, was a blood drive. It was my very first event. Uh, and it did not go well, which makes me think that uh, we should have an episode where we talk to someone about failure and what it's like to fail and what it means to fail and how you learn from failure and how failure is a part of everything that everybody's doing, right? Like if you're if you're growing, if you're changing, if you're learning, if you're becoming, you know, uh, you know, a professional, if you're, you know, if you're a continuing professional, if you've already, you know, been a success, you can still fail, right? So yeah, the uh, the Mothers Against Strafe blood drive is uh, is is a is a failure of mine. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that is pretty funny, and is uh, you can you could watch it if you want to watch Jared and I be <laughs> miserable in the sun for four hours. It's good though. It's funny. Blockhood. Blockhood's been on my mind a lot lately because Blockhood is a um, is like a little city builder thing, but it was it's very ecologically conscious. Like you 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 know you have citizens and then they get water and they create gray water. So you've got to clean that gray water and you can you can run that gray water through uh, a, a place that cleans it, but also produces biofuel. And then you use the biofuel to power this and that. And so it's been on my mind lately because Terra Nil has just seen so much popularity lately. People are really excited about Terra Nil, and it's 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 a surprise to me. Like I think it's just maybe it's a timing thing because I don't think Blockhood got nearly as much love and attention as as Terra Nil has. And uh, and it's great for Terra Nil. I'm just it's just uh, I I it's it's a bummer for Blockhood because it's a really cool really smart game they did they did a thing it was in early access and I, I streamed it several times in early access and they did a thing right after they released it where they changed how the water mechanics worked and i bounced off of it when that happened because it made the game a little too obtuse to play it was a little too hard because it would suddenly you had water and groundwater and they were two separate things and you had to Con like certain things would only let you use groundwater so you had to convert regular water to groundwater or you had to convert groundwater to regular water which that one makes more sense but having to convert regular water to groundwater was weird anyway super cool game really chill soundtrack really pretty art style uh it even had like a story mode uh yeah if you're if you're into terra nil you're excited about that or an ecologically ecologically conscious world builder Boy, Blockhood is really cool. And it's in VR, isn't it? Isn't Blockhood in VR? I think there's a Blockhood VR, if I'm not mistaken. But Blockhood is really, um, really cool. Uh, next on the list is Serious Sam's Bogus Detour. For those of you that are Chris Slight fans, you are now hearing in your head the song Serious Sam's Bogus Detour. Serious Sam's Bogus Detour. Um... Serious Sam's Bogus Detour is uh, a lot of fun. It's a top-down action game where you play as Serious Sam characters and you shoot Serious Sam monsters. It's a lot of fun. 
It's got a storyline. It's uh, it's great. It's a it's a real delight. Uh, <laughs> this is funny, cause coming up on the list is Shadow Warrior, and we've already talked about Shadow Warrior too. So this list is definitely not in chronological order, uh, and I feel good that I that I didn't think so in the before, and now it is absolutely confirmed to be not in chronological order. What's next on this list, though? is I think if I had to pick what my favorite Devolver game is, it's Absolver. Absolver just ticks all of my boxes. Um, I guess I guess not all of my boxes, but uh, because I always wanted more. I wanted more world. And that was the big complaint that anybody had about Absolver, was that there wasn't enough of it. There wasn't enough of the world to explore. The gameplay is there. Uh, so Absolver, for those of you who don't know, is uh, is a fighting game, is a 3D fighting game. But what you are is you are, a, I think, a prospect is what you called at the beginning. And you enter into this world and you've got like a few fighting moves that you know. And what makes Absolver really cool is that you create your own combo deck. Like you have moves like a jab punch or an elbow strike and stuff like that. And you decide how they string together with the way you push your buttons. Um, and you have like different stances, like like in real fighting, like it's it, it's it's very uh, you know, it's very based on real you know martial arts and stuff like that. So if you've got like if you're in an open stance, you know, with your left leg forward, you know, and then you throw like a right hook, then when you're done throwing that right hook, like you might be in an open stance, like facing right forward. And like moves like a roundhouse kick will like put you facing backwards. So then you're in a you know closed stance and stuff. Like amazing. So amazing. And you explore this world and there's like 1v1 matches. And like so you explore the world and you fight the bosses. And the way that you learn new moves in Absolver is to fight uh, other NPCs or players who know that move. And when you block the move, or when you do, or you dodge it, or you do your special guard against that move, you learn it a little bit, and you gain XP on that move. And if you win the fight, then you bank that XP, and then eventually you unlock a new move. And it's just such a cool way to learn moves. It's such a cool way to learn how to play the game, uh, or for your character. And so you get the new moves, and then you put it into your combat deck. And the cool thing is, when you fight somebody, there's no way to know how they fight until you fight them. You go into 1v1 and you see some, like there, there are different like schools of, of, of martial arts in the game. So you, or, or different combat styles. Like, so you know, like what kind of major block move they'll use, but there's no way to know once a player like has learned their moves, there's no way to know what they're going to do. Uh, and it's incredible. Like that's just, so wild to me it's so wonderful that they're you know and then you can create your own school once you've got like a combat deck that you think is really cool you create your own school and other people who meet you and fight you will be like whoa that was a cool combat deck i'm going to become a disciple of their school and so like the best combat decks you know get out there and then like there's competitions between the schools to see who's got the best kung fu it's so good and since I assume that nobody from Slow Clap listens to this podcast, as excited as I am for them to be releasing Sifu, because it looks really cool. It's like a single player beat-em-up, 3D beat-em-up game. 
I am broken hearted that it's not more Absolver. It is, it, like, in my dream world, <laughs> we get more Absolver. Um, like, Sifu looks great. It looks like it's going to have really cool combat. I just... Absolver was so innovative and so new and such a challenge to do. To get the basic mechanics of the game to work was just fucking phenomenal. Uh, and all anybody ever wanted was more Absolver. Um, like they wanted more open world to explore. They wanted more interactivity. Like they, like I, uh, uh, and it's a real bummer that, uh, that what's coming next from slow clap is not more absolver. Um, because it's really, uh, a phenomenal game, gorgeous art style, gorgeous world. Um, I think I may have talked on the podcast at some point about, being at E3 and standing next to some guy on the Absolver team and Michelle, and I'm like, you know, we're just chatting. And then I was like, oh, what do you do on Absolver? He's like, I'm the art director. And I just start fucking crying because it's so good. Um, Absolver. So fucking good. If you haven't played it yet, you should try it out. It's so cool. And the community has been really great, too. Like a lot of really fun people. They still play it. They're still into it. Um, yeah, I love Absolver. It's, and the style, Fashion Zolver was the joke. The, the, the outfits are so good. It's got so much style. Speaking of so much style, Ruiner. Ruiner is also cool. Top-down, cyberpunk, battle world, um, combat, really good combat. Fucking killer soundtrack. Uh, another game where the ending makes me go, huh, okay, but it's not even important because <laughs> it's not even what, like, what's important about the game. Uh, so good. So much style. So pretty. When you're in Rangkok City, like, the, 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 the shit that the NPCs are talking about is so terrifying and dystopian and it's so good. And the combat... The combat in Ruiner is so... It it, it slaps. <sighs> Up next is High Hell, a first-person shooter from Terry Velman and Dose One, where you go around and you shoot a bunch of corporate guys uh, and murder them dead, and eventually you, you go and you kill the devil. You kill the devil. Well, this is definitely out of order, because we're getting Reigns Her Majesty before we get Reigns. So Reigns is... Uh, a game that uh, that you've probably played. It's one of the best-selling Devolver games ever. Uh, and it's so cool. It's uh, Nereal uh, is the team that made it. And if you're not familiar with it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a, a royal ruling a kingdom sim simply using uh, uh, Tinder mechanics. So you just swipe left or swipe right on what you want to do. So you get a card and it comes up and it's got a little picture of a person. It's got some text and then you decide what you want to do. Do you want to, you know, feed the peasants or do you want to hoard the money for the, the wealthy elite? And you've got four stats. Uh, you've got military, you know, popularity, uh, religion, and wealth. And what's funny, what's cool, what makes the game really challenging is uh, you can't, Obviously, you can't let them go to zero, 
but you also can't let any of them go to maximum. So you have to keep them in the middle uh, or you lose. And then there's a meta game like when you keep playing and there's they, there's it's there's surprisingly story. It's also like insanely difficult to actually beat. Like there's like the path to actually win the game is so circuitous and like relies on chance and all kinds of stuff. And it is really, really good. And it's been out there. And I remember the first time we saw it, uh, I wouldn't remember this except that I saw this product. I can't even remember what it's called. I saw it recently in like somebody's like throwback tweet, like, remember this thing? But do you remember this thing? It was like a thing, like you'd set it up and you could like wave your hand. It was supposed to be like a touchless control system. And it kind of worked. Um, but we, we had it set up at, uh, I want to say PAX East uh, for Reigns. And it was really cool because people would come up to our booth and they'd like swipe left and swipe right just with their hand waving through the air. But that was the first way that I played Reigns. And I was surprised at what a really cool, good game it is. Uh, it's it's great. I think that's what I, you know, people always try to pin down what makes a Devolver game a Devolver game. And if, you'll, if you've been listening, they're all really fucking different. Um, and I, I'd have to say it's just that they're surprisingly good. That's not what I usually say. I usually say there's something subversive about them. And I think that's true. Um, but the other thing is that, like, it's surprisingly good. Like, maybe it comes at you in a way you, like, I think those are both the same. Like, subversive and surprisingly quality, you know. Um, and actually, there's, there are fewer better examples than the next game, uh, which is genital jousting by, uh, Free Lives, the people that are bringing you Terra Nil and have brought you Broforce. Uh, genital jousting is the story of a bunch of dick butts. It's a penis with balls and a butthole. And their objective is to penetrate one another. And you get points for penetrating and you get points for being penetrated. And it's, uh, it's a weird, wonderful party game with a bunch of weird, squishy noises. And it's, it's, uh, it's great. It's a lot of fun. It's a really wonderful game. It's super silly, super kooky, like just absolutely weird. Um, and then when you play the story mode, it's cute and funny and still weird. You're still a penis and your job is to like test butt plugs for a living, uh, like vibrating butt plugs. Uh, what's his name? His name's John, I think, is the main character. Uh, and there's a narrator. And it's, it's a story and it's a story about John going around in the world and, and learning about, uh, I mean, it's, and it's subtle. It's not overt. I'm going to tell you now because I'm talking about it, but it's like the, the trick is like, if you can get people to play it, it's, it's like a lesson on like how not to be toxic. Like, it's a sympathetic look at, like, what goes on in the mind of a guy who, you know, like, he goes on a date with a co-worker and, or he goes out to dinner with a co-worker and he, you know, thinks that if he pays for this and if he pretends to listen to her story, then she should have sex with him. She's also a dick butt. Um, and, like, he doesn't get it. 
Like he, he like he's just he's just not connected to her as a person. And it just goes through all of these uh, things where he's like trying, like, he, you know, he thinks that possessions and owning things um, will bring him happiness and satisfaction and get him laid. He thinks that going to the gym and getting fit, I want to say that he gets abs on his dick butt body. Um, you should really play genital jousting because it's really fucking good. It's a fun party game, but the story mode is actually also surprisingly fun. Um, and, and surprisingly well thought out and surprisingly meaningful and, uh, without being derogatory, without being degrading, without being like, Hey, you should be like this. Um, which I think is, you know, what turns people off to a lot of messaging that might actually be beneficial for them to hear. Um, yeah, you know, I, I so genital jousting is, is that, is that subversion, you know, like you've got this quality game, this weird dick butt party game. But when you actually play it and you play the story, there's this, like, there's something real there. And there's something worth finding um, beyond penetration. And, yeah, that's, uh, that is, that is 50 minutes of me describing Devolver games to you because I thought this would be. All right, let me get through, I'll get through one more page. Because there's 12 pages, and then uh, that'll be half. Uh, the Red Strings Club, which if you haven't played, play it. Uh, it's it's available on the things. Um, you should play Red Strings Club. It's, it's also by Deconstruct Team, the folks that made Gods Will Be Watching, and it's brilliant. Um, I mean, I wept for half an hour when I finished that game. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's uh, it's really really good, and uh, you should give it a go. It's some of the best science fiction writing I've ever fucking read. Like, like the best writing, the best science fiction writing, the best any writing, like fiction writing, whatever. Like, it sets up a scenario, and then you've got this situation, and instead of being like, "Whoop, here's the situation, we resolve it one way or the other," like. It kind of gets resolved and integrated, and then we move on to, like, the next level of the situation. Um, where it's like, well, you know, like, I don't know, like, it, it keeps asking really intelligent questions and then answering those questions. And then, which then brings up more questions. Like, the, the writing, the dialogue is so, so good. Um... You should absolutely play Red Strings Club. Crossing Souls is next on the list. Super fun uh, by another team. Both of these teams from Spain. Uh, Deconstruct Team and 4Attic are both from Spain. Crossing Souls is super fun. Love Letter to the 80s. You should give it a shot if you like. I think it's on I think it's on even Switch these days. Super fun game to play on Switch. Um, I have a monologue in it. I'm the only person who talks in that game. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Minute, I mean, we all love Minute. We all know Minute. Minute uh, by, oh, they're going to get mad if I don't remember everybody because they are like, you have to say, you have to say everybody's name in the in the thing. So it's by JW, Kitty, Jukio, and Dom. Uh, and it's a wonderful game where you play a minute at a time and then you die. And then you play for a minute and then you die. Then you play for a minute and then you die. And, uh, I mean, also on Switch, also on, I think Minute is on everything. You should definitely play Minute. It's, uh, 
It's super fun, super great. Uh, Swords of Ditto is an ambitious game by um, oh, what is their what is their what is the name of their studio now? I just don't remember all the studios. One bit beyond. That's right. Sort of ditto, super fun game uh, where it's like just super cute Zelda-like. Uh, you go around, you fight monsters. It's really, really heckin' charming. Um, yeah, you should do that. And it's kind of cool, like, if you die, like, then the bad guy gets more power over the world. And you die, like, the bad guy gets more power over the world. But if you win, then the bad guy gets less power over the world. Because those are, like, different incarnations. It's really cool. Uh, Fork Parker's Crunch Out is a charity game we released for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So I'm pretty sure that was limited edition charity run. I Hate Running Backwards is another Serious Sam spinoff in indie minigame kind of thing. Uh, I say minigame. It's a full-length game. Super fun. It's, uh, you know, you're just running backwards. And, uh, you know, instead of the screen scrolling down at you, the screen scrolls up and the enemies come from the bottom. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, no, I guess the screen still goes down. The motion is still down, but the enemies come from the bottom. Super fun, super cool game, uh, by, by Binks. Uh, is that by Binks? Is that, that is by, man, I am bad at this these days. I feel like I used to know these things. Yeah, Binks Interactive, hot damn, and Crow Team, of course. Um, super fun, super cool game. Uh, you should definitely give that a try, and if you haven't played that it's uh it's 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 on switch xbox playstation steam super cute fun to play with friends it's got a bunch of devolver characters in there uh and then last on the list uh is the messenger uh which is of course a wonderful game um if you haven't played the messenger yet you should try it it's by sabotage studios it's a side, uh, it's, it's, it was described by the creator of Ninja Gaiden as Ninja Gaiden 3. Uh, it's just this super cute, super cool, funny game. You play as this ninja who's been given a scroll to take to a sacred mountain to save the world. It's 8-bit. Spoiler, when you like travel through the time portal, you go 500 years into the future. And now that it's in the future, it's 16-bit. And it's just such a cute, cool mechanic. And then, like, you you, you back and forth between the times as a mechanic. Um, and no, nothing I'm saying describes really how good the game is. Because, like, all of this stuff is really cool. The writing is wonderful. The the shopkeeper is, is one of my favorite characters in anything ever. Um, but the gameplay is so tight. So solid. So fucking on point. Unbelievably good game. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, so this has been, this has been an hour almost of me just, just, just listing Devolver games and telling you that they're good. I didn't tell you that all of them were good because I'm not a liar. Um, <laughs> but, uh, if this has been an enjoyable forecast for you, let me know. Uh, on the Devolver Digital Discord in the Fort Cash channel. Uh, because we're only halfway through the list, and uh, Robbie's not here next week either. Otherwise, if you did not like it, go to the Discord channel in the Fort and say, JM, get your shit together, and let's get a real episode going. And I'll say, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do.
So thank you so much for your time and attention. Really do appreciate it. We know that it's the currency of our age. Uh, so thanks for sharing that with us. And uh, yeah, hope you're excited about uh, Phantom Abyss, which just uh, just came out. Uh, if you're not playing that yet, it's a lot of fun. It's really worth, uh, worth a go. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again real soon. All right, bye. Do, 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 do.